Welcome to the Agility in Real Life podcast, Take 5 in Real Life. Now your hosts, Mike Studeman, Jeff Lee, and Pat Campbell. Hello, and welcome back to the Take 5 IRL podcast. I am Jeff Lee, partner at Agility IRL, one of your hosts. I'm Mike Studeman, another of your hosts and another partner at Agility IRL. And Pat Campbell, the third leg of the stool at Agility IRL. Well, I think, gentlemen, we need to continue to discuss the uh, mundane and uncontroversial topic of agile and outsourcing mm. uh, that was sent in by one of our listeners, Craig Oliver. Uh, Craig uh, was nice enough, first of all, to uh, suggest a topic, which is good, but he's given us this easy one uh, and that we continue to uh, wrestle with. Um, I appreciate both of you not disconnecting and leaving me here to talk about this. So... Uh, <laughs> Want to acknowledge up front outsourcing, pretty controversial topic. Uh, not sure that we can do out, uh, uh, justice to a topic like this in a, in a five to seven minute segment. Uh, but let's uh, at least get into it. Uh, Jeff, uh, agile and outsourcing, general thoughts around that. I'll, I'll let you uh, serve the first volley. Yeah, well, in general, there's a reason that you frame this as a difficult topic, right? Because it is. And one of the big obstacles that we have to making it work is the way contracts are structured, um, especially when we're talking about not just taking work and offshoring it, but when we're specifically outsourcing it. Like, I don't own this, you own it. Uh, deliver, please. Right. And so those contracts are usually written like, hey, you need to deliver this thing by this date. Um assuming that people actually understand what that is before they start working on it. It, it. It's, you know, we've talked about this many times in, in classes, right? We can't predict the future. Our contracts pretend that we can, and then it puts everyone in a terrible position. So again, we could probably do a whole series of podcasts on contracting in agile. Um, but the key thing is aligning incentives, right? Knowing that things are going to change, how do we have incentives that mutually benefit the, um, you know, the payer and the the person doing the work? Uh, so, you know, that's one of the things. What are those incentives? How do you align them? Uh, what are your thoughts, Pat? Well, it's a great topic and and, and uh, many episodes to come, I'm sure. But, um, you know, on top of that, you know, careful thought has to be given to why. Uh, I know we've been outsourcing uh, significantly in the U.S. for uh, going on 40 years now. I, I I was first involved with it in the mid 80s, and uh, not to give away my uh, age or anything, but you were outsourcing uh, things in third grade, Pat. That's impressive. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Mike. <laughs> Feels like it. Um, but uh, but the why has to be addressed. I mean, I I've seen situations where uh, reverse outsourcing, insourcing has happened. And uh, to smaller teams that uh, it actually saved the company money and got product out the door uh, uh, faster. So some careful thought has to be given to the why, not just because executives um, uh, think uh, in a knee-jerk way that, yeah, that'll save money, we'll just outsource. Uh, uh, more thought has to be given to uh, are there key resources or capabilities we're looking to augment our team with that we can't uh, seem to get a hold of in the marketplace. Uh, and uh, and other uh, other thoughts like uh, uh, temporary capacity because of uh, what we're working on over the next uh, X months. Uh, so some thought needs to go into the why before just uh, outsourcing. And then beyond that, 
uh, there's a number of episodes on in, in an agile environment besides contracting. How do we implement it successfully uh, in, in an agile environment? Sounds like we're going to spin off another podcast on agile and outsourcing. Sounds like it. Which yeah, I uh, sense that. yeah, we'll uh, we'll see where that goes. No, I I think uh, you know I agree with uh, with the statements that you made. You got to look at your contract. You got to look at why you're doing this. Uh, if I can be so provocative to also say, I, I I don't think the numbers justify outsourcing to save money. I think it's maybe a redistribution of money um, or how the money is spent. But I don't, I, I mean, people a lot smarter than three of us have looked at this. I, I don't think that you can make a case that outsourcing at least an IT function or a product development function has ultimately saved anyone money. It might have redistributed some of the money. Um, but I don't think it's it's ultimately saved uh, anyone um, uh, any any dollars. Um, no, it's a different cost, effort. not just a saved cost. It's a it's a different cost, uh, and there has to be benefits that uh, are, are uh, planned for thought through. Yeah, some of the obvious things here are you know communication, right? Um, and we've seen this over and over again where we have offshore teams who seem like they're they're not performing and then they'll do a you know personnel swap and bring some offshore people to be the onshore representative and you realize this person's brilliant right they're great at their job their their hands are tied they they just can't do a great job in this scenario because of communication so what are you offshoring and how are you going to make up for that communication gap is a huge thing to think about well yeah, it sounds a... like oh sorry go ahead Pat. And there's the whole team building thing too, the wisdom of teams and, uh, you know, real teams versus working groups. Uh, there's there's a building curve you have to go through. Uh, the form storm norm perform is a, a, another per view of that. Um, that that's a hidden cost uh, that needs to be addressed. So uh, I think well, uh, gentlemen, I, don't other... know, I, I don't know if we've answered uh, any questions here, maybe only created them. Uh, but we are at our time limit. So I thank you. Uh, I thank our audience. And uh, we'll definitely be talking about this topic again in a future episode. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Take 5 IRL podcast. If you like it, please go ahead and share it with someone, as well as like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Also, leave us a comment or a suggestion for a future episode. Again, thanks for listening, and we look forward to you joining us next time on the Take 5 IRL podcast.